You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, December 16th. It is the ultimate episode of the year. Dear listener, it's up to you to decide if ultimate means best but it is definitely the last podcast of the year. Things will be different in 2021. I will still be here, but one of our own, David Carlos, has abandoned, oh, I mean, absconded to an off-campus position. We did offer to double his podcast stipend, but David quickly deduced that doubling zero is, well, zero. So fare thee well, David, caster of pods and master of toast. We'll see you on a softball diamond soon. On that note, let me say a few words of thanks to the team that makes the current podcast a reality. We, of course, have Angie Liu contributing brilliant interviews. Todd Anderson has taken on sound editing and producing. Douglas Benia contributes a few interviews, but does a lot of behind-the-scenes prep work with communications and transcripts. And Cleo Zhao, a student employee, does all the graphics. Last and least, Mark Herzberger hangs around, doing we know not what, despite our best intentions to defenestrate him, virtually or otherwise. For today's episode, we caught up with several folks from IT Services to get their thoughts on the year that was and the year that will be. We heard from Fernando Enriquez, Manisha Canodia, Catherine Erickson, Alan Kim, Nick Marangella, Deanna Rusin, Lynn Underwood, and Paul Yellen. First, we asked people what hobby or skill they took up since all of this began. Here's Alan. Good question. I needed something that I could squeeze into three to four minute stress breaks throughout the day between Zooms, so I took up music again. And uh, no matter what Amy Chua, the Tiger Mom guru, says, it's very possible to enjoy something without being excellent at it. As a matter of fact, you can enjoy something very much while being absolutely terrible at it, and I proved it. And through the miracle of headphones, no one has to know just how terrible you are at it. Next up, Manisha. We have this uh, festival, uh, Diwali, which is like the festival of lights. Um, This year it fell around the mid of November. uh, And it has been my desire to hand paint some earthen lamps that we light for that festival. So this year, you know, due to less social engagements and um, saving on traveling time on various activities, uh, I think I was able to hand paint some of those earthen lamps. Uh, to celebrate uh, on our festival, so that was a that was a good uh, good thing to indulge in. So I really enjoyed that. Here's Catherine's answer with a slight twist. When the pandemic started, I was hearing about people who suddenly had time to do all these creative and fun things like binge watching and quilting, you know that sort of thing. I found the converse with me. Work has been just as all-encompassing as it has been the last few years, and I I don't have time to pick up new hobbies. But I would say I have acquired the skill of not worrying that I don't have the time to learn all the fun new things that others have, like, uh, you know, baking sourdough bread. (laughs) Finally, Nick, who may or may not be appearing in a circus near you. 
Well, I started taking a Python class online. I have no clue when that even was now. It's all been a blur sometime in the last six months, I'll say. Um, so I did my first one through OpenEdX, which was really cool. And then I've done a couple other ones since then that I've been liking a lot. Um, and able to use that to automate some uh, tasks that my team has to do for provisioning new cloud accounts. So it's come in handy already. So wait, this is not snake handling? <laughs> no, no, that was a actual useful professional skill. I have it, I, I actually have anyone who's taking the LLP will know about a little bit about juggling and I have the instruction card for juggling on my desk. And I do want to start teaching myself that one day, but I haven't gotten to it yet. I think I need to buy some good um, juggling beanbags or something first. We also asked our guests about a 2020 accomplishment they are proud of. Here's Lynn. Something I'm proud of from this last year is to, is it's actually putting the strategic organizational change management framework into action and getting to work with people that I realize it helps, but learn from them at the same time. That's been a huge accomplishment. That's something I've enjoyed a lot. And here's Paul, who was just getting settled at TPCS when life changed. I'm actually new to the team. Uh, my first month for uh, joining the, uh, the ServiceNow team was March. So I was in the office for about a week. Uh, I was shown my desk, and then I was told not to come back to my desk <laughs> until, until later in the year. So um, I'm, I'm excited to be a part of the team. Uh, Justin leads a great team with the ServiceNow people, and uh, we all really enjoy working on the team. So um, hopefully we can just keep, keep growing ServiceNow and, and making the platform as good as it can be. Deanna's got news on a major accomplishment that I know she and others who worked very diligently on. An accomplishment I have from this year would be the Canvas migration. It successfully concluded. We're very happy to hear the, that faculty are enjoying the product that we have chosen for them. And it's nice to be able to support them on their journey and also, um, what I've liked about this transition is that it's allowed our faculty to see the insides of what online teaching is like. On the personal front, Fernando seems to have been really focused during his time at home. As of um, November um, 25, yes, as of November um, 25th, I haven't caught Rona. <laughs> so that's a major accomplishment, um, you know, for those that have caught it, you know, my sincere condolences, but um, I've been self-quarantining myself throughout the whole seven months that we've been under quarantine, eight months, actually. So that's one of my accomplishments that I think it's, um, it's a personal um, accomplishment. I haven't, you know, gotten sick, um, but I've also gotten through a dietary change. Um, you know, working in the office, I've got used to eating out all the time, ordering from Postmates or just going down to like the local burger shop for my lunch. So working from home, I've started to eat less meat as well and started eating more home cooked uh, meals. So that's definitely improved my, my weight as well. So, you know, I'm, I'm getting there. For our next question, we asked about positive memories for the year. Here's Nick, who's been able to connect with friends in different ways. 
Yeah, this this is a tough one. Uh, you know, not a lot of, of real positive stuff has happened, but I think just you know, for me, just kind of enjoying the the simple things. You know, I've gotten closer to some friends that I don't see or talk to that often, but now we've started doing like a weekly Zoom, um, and even some of my friends from high school that I hadn't seen in years. Like we just started to do Zoom one day, and now we'll do one every couple months and check in with each other. So just little things like that, um, taking walks around the neighborhood at night after it cools down, checking out the water and stuff, um, just finding any enjoyment where we can. And Alan, who ate well, it would seem. I'd say trading home cooking with the neighbors. I think I actually came out ahead. Theirs is so much better than mine. Catherine takes a philosophical approach as she looks back. If 2020 has taught us anything, it's a deep appreciation for how things used to be. And yet, it's an interesting take on how things have become too, isn't it? We've all seen pictures of empty streets, animals taking over small villages and the statistics on clean air. Looking back on 2020 and seeing how resilient the world has become and how the planet can bounce back after humans have stopped abusing the earth, albeit temporarily, that is the most positive memory I have. And here's Manisha with a little extra time to bond. Uh, looking at the positive in all this, uh, would, one thing would be that um, I have a son who um, started college this year. So ideally he would be, um, you know, moved out by now uh, in this fall semester, but because of uh, the COVID circumstances and we've been in shelter in place. So he did his fall semester from home. So I have cherished these extra few months of him being home, um, enjoying late evening walks and um, cooking together with him. So uh, that is going to be a very positive memory that um, I got to spend so much one-on-one -on -one time with him um, before he moves out, which could be as soon as January. So I, I think that's one positive memory I will keep in my heart that his move out was delayed. Finally, we asked our guests what they're looking forward to in 2021. There are some common threads, as you might expect. Here's Lynn to start off. A vaccine. <laughs> also, I would like to plant a really big tree in my yard and travel. I'd love to travel again. And Catherine. In 2021, we can learn from what works in 2020, and we can retain those positive changes. Why shouldn't we have plexiglass panels to protect our grocers and our drivers and protect ourselves from neighboring booths at the diner? Why should we be labeled a pariah if one wears a mask in public? So what? I love how shopping carts are so clean now. I look forward to a hybrid of a cleaner, purer society, coupled with the safety of a vaccine, hopefully with 100% efficacy rate that doesn't turn us into zombies. People do have some work-related goals in mind too. Here's Deanna with a mix of personal and professional. In 2021, I am looking forward to being even further through the canvas migration and having our faculty established with the tool. Um, 
I am also looking forward to hopefully showing my daughter. She's one years old. I'm hoping to show her more of the world rather than the insides of her house. <laughs> Manisha, too, has her eyes on a major project for next year. One of the things I'm very excited about and looking forward to in 2021 is uh, we will be in the first quarter in 2021 selecting our new uh, student information system product and uh, we will be um, beginning the configuration of the same. So I am really looking forward to our new SIS. And let's close out with Fernando, and I think we can all agree with what he's got in mind. I'm looking forward to a year where it doesn't seem like there's an outside force that is trying to just kind of um, meme destruction into like the whole like planet, um, or like there's like another doomsday thing. I'm looking forward for a much more optimistic year where there isn't that many um, bad news that we see on you know TV. But you know, joking aside as well, I also want more human inter interaction in 2021. I really do miss being able to go out, um, miss being able to hang out with my friends and family. So that's something that I'm definitely looking forward to in uh, 2021. So, you know, hopefully the whole pandemic gets under control, under wraps in 2021, so that um, everyone can start shopping again and gonna go see their families and friends, you know. So less bad news, more hanging out. And pretty much, yeah. <laughs> awesome. I definitely believe that at least human interaction, it's been missing with a lot of people. A lot of people really need that human element and interaction with each other. And I think that will just probably make 2021 a bit better just because everyone will finally be somewhat normalized. And, you know, they're like, oh, I'm interacting with people again. I'm much more nicer now. I'm much more relaxed, calm, less anxious. You know, that human element, I think, is what's going to make 2021 a special year. A huge thank you to all of our guests for chiming in, and thank you, dear listener, for your support along the way. Happy holidays to all, and we'll be back in 2021. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily. <laughs>